Hey there, podcast fam. Welcome to Sisters Say It All, the podcast where we spill the tea, share the laughs, and explore all topics that make life awesome and not so awesome. With us, anything goes. We're your favorite sister duo, Sophie Eckerhoff and Stephanie Luck, who have no boundaries when it comes to discussing everything under the sun. Think of us as your go-to pals, ready to chat, laugh, and sometimes cry. So let's get started, friends. Welcome to Sisters Say It All. Hey, Sophie Moe. Hello. Good afternoon. How do you feel? Feeling good. That you are going to be a mum for a year tomorrow. I know, which is so crazy. I came, like I was looking at my phone this morning and a memory came up of when I was, you know, pregnant on this day. And I was like, oh my God, only in like 11 hours I was, my waters were going to break. It's so funny looking back onto it. I know. And this is because you had a book cesarean. I remember just trying to figure out when, because you didn't tell anyone yeah. when you were going in. So we always still came the date I was, you know, he was going to come, but obviously waters broke at 9 p.m ended up having him at about 1.30. I can't remember the time. On the 16th of the 16th. So it's still the 16th, but instead of a booked in 8 a.m., you know, you go in, you're ready to go. It was obviously the opposite. I I obviously wouldn't change. I know. I can't believe I'm in denial. Even someone said to me yesterday, I think I shared something about it being his birthday, and they were like, "Uh, wasn't he just born a week ago? I know. It has gone like literally the fastest year. I feel like the years go faster when you have a kid. Oh, definitely. Because you don't value time, I think, as much as when you have kids. So true, so true. But how are you feeling? How have you been? Let's do a little bit of a well-being check. Yeah, feeling good. You're um, looking amazing, gotta say. Oh, thank you. No, you the really challenge are. is going good. Like just like the changing the eating habits and the snacking has been really helpful and just getting mm-hmm. up every morning and doing something Yeah. instead of just sort of just the gym whenever I could get to. Yeah. So feeling good, like feeling, I'm just so excited because we've got your hens coming up, <gasps> got Felix's birthday party this weekend. Like there's just so much happening that I'm really excited So for. much to look forward to. So so much to look forward to. Then the wedding... You know, then Calais and I have a weekend in the city or a yeah. night in the city. So there's just so much. We're very excited. Dean's waking up with his baby, a.k.a. On Felix Father's on Day. Day. I know. We'll be back as early as we can so we can actually spend the day with Felix but on Father's Day. It's funny because maybe as a first-time mum, I would have been like, no, I need to be with my kids on Mother's Day or Dean needs to be here with his kids on Father's Day. I know. But now, like if I think of the perfect Mother's Day, it would be having the day off. Yeah. You know? No, of course. I mean, I know it's kind of the way it happened, but... Um, um, obviously, we'll, like because he doesn't really know Father's no. Day when he's older a little bit, and it's more obviously for Calais. But I'll we'll come and pick him up and do something. Oh, but for he's the gonna day. be here with us. He can I bring know. Uncle Dean breakfast. Will Calais get upset? Do you think? No, no, not at all. No, especially because it's Uncle Dean. Exactly. But very grateful that you can babysit. But yeah, how yeah. are you going? How's yeah, your week? Good. How are you feeling? Yes, I'm feeling really good this week. I we're counting down the days to my. Hens oh, next you have weekend. no idea what you're in for. Like anyone listening to this, that is going, or I've told. <laughs> it's not all fun and games. <laughs> no, no, it's gonna be so good. So I'm, I'm really excited. I feel good. We're ten weeks out. Sorry, guys. It must be so annoying that I'm forever going on about our wedding, but I'm just no. I think so everyone's excited. excited. Yeah, ten weeks out. Um, we actually did a wedding preparation yes, course which on the weekend. Yes, this is why, because I, I have no idea, well, I've yeah. never done this, I've heard about it before, I know people that have got married in a church have done it as well. So tell us what you did on the weekend. Yes, and I messaged Sophie and I was like, I really want to share, I really 
want to talk about yeah. it on this episode. So I didn't share anything with Soph. So I guess we could just have a conversation about it. Now, yeah. I want to say this was a requirement. So it's okay. not a requirement for everyone. Yeah. It's a requirement if you're getting married In by a, a Catholic priest. By a Catholic so priest. So I okay. don't, yes, I'm pretty sure it's a requirement. Well, it is a requirement if you're getting married by a Catholic priest. Now, I went into it as kind of oh, it's another thing we had to do. I was also, though, just a little bit excited because it was a whole day Dean and I got to spend together. And, and you're you know, talking about your relationship, which yes. is great. And I had no expectations. Yeah. I didn't know if it was going to be, you know, very religious focused. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I didn't have any expectations, which I think was a good thing. Yeah. So I just didn't know if maybe because we, of our circumstances, it may have just not been very relatable. Exactly. Based on, yeah, just where we're at. So it was a few hours on the Friday night and then a full day on Sunday. And, and Saturday? And no, so it wasn't Saturday. Okay. It was just, yeah. But I really wanted to share a few things because I yeah. actually found it really valuable. Yeah. And really helpful. Okay. Obviously when they spoke about sex and kids and they spoke about fertility, which was really interesting. Yeah, wow. Again, not very relatable just because where we're at, but there was things that I took away from it that I would honestly recommend regardless whether you're religious or not. Yeah. Just the the core values and I guess the core lessons of it was really- And like the core lessons of marriage, right? The principles like, why do we get married? Yes. Okay. So one of, I'm going to share a few things that I found really valuable. Yeah, so yeah, one of the sure. things was the Sound Marital House. So it's by John Gottman and he came up with this concept that is the foundation that secures a relationship and he okay. explains it it's like a house okay right so you've got your two side pillars yeah. which is I guess the most important things in a relationship because it's what holds your house together yeah. right so commitment and trust were what he had had noted down and then you've got the layers of your relationship right mm. that hold this house yeah so communication um your originality so where you come from and this is what I want to go into which I found really, really interesting. And I got really emotional. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what Dean and I found the most interesting part and probably the most insightful. And it was speaking about our family or origin. So we had to go through this questionnaire. I'm going to go through the questionnaire with you. Yeah. And I'm going to try and not get emotional. And I think it's just, so it talks about your upbringing, right? And how your parents' marriage was. Because you don't realize your how you've been brought up, the way you see your parents act or do things, it, it actually has a huge impact. Has on. a huge impact on you. Yeah. And how you are in your relationships moving forward. Absolutely. Anyway, I'm going to go through the questions with you. So yeah, there were, we had to do a questionnaire and it said, describe your mother as a wife and then describe your father as a husband. Oh, now- God. We don't, I mean, we're not, yeah, we have a great relationship with our dad now. Mm, but but we didn't always. Didn't always. It's not even that we didn't. I think we just weren't very close with him. Yeah. I don't think he's a very paternal man. No. And I don't think that's a bad thing, but I think it's definitely caused some deep, deep-rooted yeah. issues maybe, or just not even issues, but um, some reasons why we do things or see things. A certain, it's, yeah, I Absolutely. think it's like, So it said, describe your mum as a wife, your father as a husband. Now, it's one thing thinking these things so I wrote you know non-community for pup I wrote non-communitive little bit self-centered maybe hard working but not affectionate yes now I've thought these things and I can say that too but I think when you're actually writing, writing it, it down, down it can be it made me really emotional and then Aww. I don't know why I'm getting that <laughs> now you can make me get emotional um and then it said what was your mum's main ma- message about marriage and I said the need um you know putting the need the needs of your partner are important and mum's like that with Calais and and Dean, you know, she's always like, mum will bag me out. 
in a jokingly way like that I don't iron his clothes or I might not he might not come home to a home cooked meal every day because that was just important for her. Yeah, and she's, that's just what it was back then more so. But she's just a very considerate person. She'd put her relation the person in the relationship first maybe before she put herself. Absolutely. Which is a really selfless thing, but then and that that's is, a healthy thing either, right? There's well, pros and cons to both. There has to be balance. Balance, right? exactly. And then it was, you know, what was your father's main message about marriage? I put NA because well, Yeah, because you yeah, I I mean, I wouldn't know how to answer that either. Um, and then it said, describe your mother as a parent. This obviously made me emotional too. Loving, selfless, caring. And describe your father, more of a friend than a parent. I don't think he really had any connection to fatherhood, right? Yeah. And again, like I said, it's one thing thinking of it, but when you write it down, that was really emotional for me. I think it's, it's really important to, and the reason they do this is to really know and understand your partner a little bit more in depth. You Absolutely. really need to know their origin. Yeah. Because it makes sense. So Dean now, I think, had a few aha moments Mm -hmm. as why maybe I had no trust or why I was defensive when it came to doing certain things or whatever. The subconsciousness of my upbringing has reflected now in how I act in my relationship, right? So that was one thing which I thought was so incredible. See, I love that because I'd feel very connected to that too. But also, did you find that maybe in a way writing it down, it's sort of gotten you now to kind of almost like let it go a little bit? Yes. Because, because I, you're like, I've written it down and now it's sort of like I've got it out properly. Mm. Now I can kind of move on from that. Not move on, but you know what I mean? Like, and I, do you, I don't know if you, like, do you hold on to anything? like with Papa at all? I don't think so. I think, you know, obviously we have our, you know, ideas of like he's not a bad person. He's, and I feel like I get yeah, along I with him more. I preface that because yeah. he's such he's a He's a great beautiful- dad in his own way. He just wasn't your typical, I guess, dad growing up. But because we had such a strong relationship with mum, I don't feel like that there was ever that we didn't have enough love or anything no, like that. No, Do you know what I mean? But like maybe that I'm certain ways I am maybe because of that. I don't, mm. but like nothing that I can sort of pinpoint on. No, and I don't think you ever really realise until you kind of do this sort of self-discovery work. Absolutely, yeah. You know, Dean definitely thinks I hold on a lot of shit from my upbringing, maybe around Papa. But also, too, my past relationships I was cheated on. I was, you know, in very horrible relationships, which which would also play a massive part of why I was maybe very distrusting of Dean at the beginning, even though he hadn't done anything, whether maybe it's my dad. But it's almost like you're looking for something because you're like, oh, well, all guys are the same. I really wanted that security. Yeah, of course. And I think I, you know, didn't have that in my dad, you know, way yeah. that I really seek that in Dean and I was almost controlling. Yeah. And it's good that you can say that and reflect on that. Yeah. So this and is why I felt sense. like it was so interesting. So then another thing, this is where I started to cry and Dean's like, are you crying? I'm like, no, I'm yawning. Yeah. Like, you know, they got everyone to stand up and I'm going to go through the first two. Oh, so you were there with other people. Yeah. The class was full of other people getting okay. married. It was just almost about how to work together to really have your marriage flourish. And I think that in this day and age, you know, no offense, the importance of not even the importance but you know the beautifulness and the wholesomeness or, of marriage is kind of gone yeah and people just get married and think oh you know if I get if a I divorce to... doesn't matter whatever instead of thinking of what comes back to why is the reason that you're getting married yeah like, what are those foundations and I think that that's really good even marriage counseling before can be you know really important yeah as and they well. do even um they do co- courses as well you know two three four years down in your marriage as kind of like a refresher because it just brings you back down to basics yeah and there were things in there which I can touch on too which as well made me really emotional because I saw how Dean felt so it was like how often do you feel like your partner's distracted by her phone how often do you feel like your partner's disconnected from you see wow that's so it's good so it's good, good to know because then 
now you can go in before getting married and before that big special day and you've gone through those and it kind of will probably make you realize how much even more special it is. And even for us, I don't think really marriage is going to make much of a difference. Like, let's yeah. be real, we've got three kids, we've but been together for seven years. Whether you're married or not, I think courses like this are incredible. We really value marriage and that's not for everyone. I'm not saying that it's the, the right way. Some people don't ever want to get married and if that's what they want to do, that's absolutely fine. And I'm yeah. not saying this is for everyone, but for us, Dean and I, we really value marriage and I don't think I did before yeah. I met Dean. Yeah. Probably again because we came from a broken family and yeah. in the sense of, you know, we didn't, our parents separated when we were four. Yes, I always thought I wanted to get married, but I don't really think... Was it like a major important thing? Well, the reason did I ever think like, oh, I want to get married so I can spend the rest of my life with this person, it was more just to tick it off the list. Yeah. Where having Dean, who comes from, has such beautiful morals and and values around marriage and unity and, and, you know, life partners, I really, I guess, had to have a deeper understanding. And and I really value... That's awesome. Really that. So anyway, so this was a family map description. They got the whole group to stand up. And there's two... um, two components, right? So you could have been brought up in as an inflexible family or overly flexible, right? Mm-hmm. So inflexible means strict routines, rules, negoti- no negotiation, so no discussion, values as in no disagreements, leadership, one in charge, right? Yeah. And then the overly f- flexible is lack of routine, no rules, do whatever you like, all behavior acceptable, parents don't take responsibility. Now that is very extreme. Yeah, I was going to say we're probably, we're definitely not the strict but we're definitely not like that. It'd probably be in between. Yes, would you and say? I think this is just kind of an overview. Yeah, so we it's were like black and white. Very flexible, right? So yeah. I was in one end of the room and Dean was in the other. Okay. Okay. Then, because his family, they obviously had rules. You know, his parents were very yeah. hardworking. Yeah. They had chores. They did what they had to do. You know, they were just a lot of structure. Where yeah. we were probably, because mum was a single mum. And she just sort of did everything to survive. Yeah. Yeah, we were obviously a lot more flexible. Dean and I, we had to walk to what area of the room I guess described us so I was overly flexible he was inflexible and then there was kind of in the middle so I was probably in the middle but anyway and then you've got overly connected or disconnected upbringing so overly connected was do most things together individual identity submerged in group common emotional system all demand all depend on each other our family is always right so again at one very extreme but it just means like you know they were part of a community they would go to church together they would go to dinners together where the other other side of the spectrum is disconnected so rarely do things together individual difficult to accept each other's views, only responsible for self, no importance placed on being a family. And I have to admit, I mean, I'm going to ask you, did you feel like there was, we were brought up with an importance of family and, and a unit, a family unit? You, me and mum and all parts. Yes. yes, in that way, there was so much love and that sort of thing. But did but we really do things as a family? Like we wouldn't go out, I mean, not that I can remember that we would go out for dinner or. No, no, not We were really. just kind of all together, but running our own race maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and on the weekend, like, you know, we. I mean, we sometimes had those family dinners with mum on the Sundays where yep. all our girlfriends and stuff would come. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we did dinner, you know, but no, nothing sort of, no. We like, didn't really have any traditions. I mean, maybe Sunday night dinner was, I guess, But that wasn't bit. really a set in tradition. No. And you know what? Mum was doing the best that she could. And it was still a great upbringing. I Absolute, would never like, no, you know. No, no, no. But no, we didn't really have those. Yeah, we didn't. So again, we were on different sides of the room. They said, find your partner in the room. And they said, the further you are, the harder it sometimes is to communicate expectation. Oh, and it yeah, makes so, true. so much because sense. Because how you've been nurtured is how you sort of are 
going to be, right? And so if you've been completely different, you're going to react completely, completely different, different, but you've been brought up a different way. So you almost can't blame one another. No. Because if you've been nurtured and been told you that you're loved and rada rada or you're the opposite, it, yeah, like it's, you don't know any better because that's how you've been raised. It's exactly, you're conditioned that way. Conditioned, so again, exactly. it makes sense because now, look, we've come so far and we even said to each other when we walked out, we're like, just so happy where we're at. Like we just so communicate good. well, we, but it hasn't always been like that. No, no, no. And I said to him the other day, but it was, again, a prime example of these different expectations that weren't communicated and probably based on our upbringing. So, for example, mum did everything. We didn't have chores. I didn't even know how to use a washing machine when I worked, went to America. Exactly. So Some people would think that's disgusting. No, it's not disgusting. But that's exactly right. So coming into a home, I remember, like, not hating, that's a very strong word, but crying to myself and just feeling like he was just such a mean person. But little things when he'd come home, like he was, he would say things about why were there still dishes in the dish rack? Because they're fucking drying, Dean. Where for him, he's like, but why wouldn't you just put them away? And we would bicker over things like that, right? Which oh, is God, I so would get... stupid. Yeah. And so bad. petty. Where he's like, no, I just saw it as laziness. It makes things make sense a little bit. Yeah. Where, you know, his mum was the hardest worker. They moved over here. You know, he was four. They got an apartment. They three. worked for, oh yeah, three. three. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so again, very different upbringing. We've probably handed a lot of things. Yes. Mum did everything for us where he had to do a lot of things on his own in the sense of he, they had chores, they had responsibilities. We had none of that. No. So he's gone into a relationship with a girl now that doesn't do anything where that's probably an adjustment. So it just made sense. So then what they got us to do was this form and it was listing your roles and responsibilities, what you think your roles and responsibilities are. So it says, gets up when the baby cries at night and then you've got a section as do you think it's my responsibility, my partner's, or both? Okay. So he did one form and I did one form. Oh, that would, I'd love to just do this with Calais just to see. Just to see what his expectations are. Such Does a he good... expect you to get up for the baby or would you say, no, it's both of ours? Both of ours, but I always do it because I always just happy to do it. Well, you know? I said me, right? And Dean did say my partner as well. Now, I said a lot more. I was actually shocked by Dean. I thought he would maybe have had more responsibilities listed for me like helps with homework plays with children attends parent that he wants you to do more no yeah i thought maybe he expected more of me but he's put either or both you know responsible for cleaning either or both responsible for laundry either or both where i would have thought he would have maybe have said me yeah so that was good too because now now you can see now you can just lay back and (laughs) (laughs) no but i think also for him it was that sort sense of like self responsibility as well yeah and three years ago would he have said the same thing I don't know probably not no but I think we've just grown so much so that was a really oh, that's really so good. good I love doing stuff Cut. like this I would love to just do it yeah and then this one too maintaining connection and intercity amid the distractions of the internet Obviously, my job is being on my phone, but it was questions like this, which I think really shook me. Some of the questions, I'll just go through some. Um, And you had rarely, at times, usually and often, and Dean answered often to all of them. And that made me think, like, at first I was a bit defensive because I was like, you just being harsh now. Yeah. But again, I didn't want to take away from how he was feeling because that's how he was feeling. And I feel like in a situation like that, you can't be like, try to go out and be mean, right? Because you're doing it for a serious reason. Well, yeah, you're not going to just... you're going to be like, I'm just going to stitch Steph up now and just say often just to piss her off. Like... Yeah, no. So it was, you know, my partner is too distracted by all of the electronic options and social 
social media to be able to be fully present often. Attentions to social media or, or other such distraction is a real issue between us often. Sometimes I would like to come first in my partner's attention rather than technology often. I know, and he's he's right. But also too, not saying that I didn't do the same. Like a lot of the time for me was at times um, uh, and then rarely I did a few as well. But I think it's more now, it's not that I'm not now going to be on my phone. I think it's just more being aware. Yeah. And it just opened commun- conversation between us. It's like, I don't, like, it's not that you can't be on your phone when I'm there. It's just when I get home of an evening, I just want an hour of your full attention. Because mm. he's like, and not even for us, but just to hang out as a family. Because he's like, a lot of the time it's tapping out and I'm spending time with the kids and they're not going to remember, they're going to remember, oh, doing that with dad, but not doing it as a family because it is a bit like that. Okay, Dean's home, I tap out now, I go and do the things that you need to do, which is, it is, like, yeah, I think it's a lot reality. like that reality, but at least when you can try to make that conscious yeah. effort of both, you know, because normally it's the same like Callie, we'll do dinner and then I'll be with Felix or like sometimes I'll find myself on my phone as well, oh, so- whether it's working or, you know, whatever, or but, you know, or just sitting there. But I, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a, it's a, it's important to at least have that time together when you can. And I think this, what I'm really, and why I wanted to share this mm. with you, everyone. Oh, it's and so you. good. This is so good. It's I love just, it. it. I think this would be so helpful and so insightful to just do, even if you're not getting married, this would be interesting just to kind of go back to your roots and just set expectations so then they uh, you know talked about your like what rituals are important to you what does it mean to be a husband or a wife to you what goals do you have in your life they talked about finance they talked about sex they talked about fertility because a lot of people there I'm sure we're very strong in the faith and probably don't live together or haven't had sex. So this is good for them to know going into moving together because or it's huge. starting a family. Yeah. Like I couldn't imagine not living with someone or having sex with someone before I got married. No, neither could I. Personally. I just, I just think yeah. that would be a but massive. respect for anyone that does that. And then another thing, which is the last thing I'm going to share with you guys about this, Ooh. is the love languages we did. Oh, I want to do that again with Calais. Yeah, which was really good. Again, and this... This time, what we had to do is what we thought was our fiancés. So did he do one column and then you did the other? Yeah, so I did the column for my fiancé and he did the column for, for his fiancé, meaning me. Yeah. So I had to answer, he feels loved when people do things to help him or he feels loved when people give him a reassuring handshake or hug. So I choose what I think. And what did you him. think? So I did, uh, he feels loved when people do things to help him. The one that he got wrong actually was, she feels secured when a special person is physically close to her or acts of service may her feel loved so he put acts of service make her feel loved where I think for that I feel probably when someone's physically close to me but see the thing is my I'm not very physical and touchy so he obviously assumed that so I think in this way doing your partners of what you think that they would be they would be yeah was really interesting because then he was like no like I would so much rather you hug me than give me a gift or no actually in that point I would rather you tell me I'm doing a good job instead of you know doing in the job with me. Mm. So that so was really interesting. interesting I think I well. want to get a copy of these of yours and yeah. then do it with Calais. Kind of like a fun, it's not a game, but like as a, yeah, because I think I know up. him, but you never know. I mean, I do know him quite well and he knows but me quite well. do you know well. much about like his upbringing and Calais is one of five? One of six. One of six. I can't even imagine. Yeah, and his he, mum, right? I mean, his dad was around too, but always away for work. So he, his mum did a lot and they didn't have babysitters. Like she didn't have babysitters or nannies or she anything. She flew all six kids and her on her own from Sweden to Australia. Yeah. 
that many times around that, you know, um, Indonesia, wherever they were living at the time. So, for example, you, if you have a hard day and complain about Felix, let's just say hypothetically here, for him, because of his upbringing and everything his mum did, his subconscious might be like, why are you complaining? Yeah. Like you've got nothing to complain about. Not that he does that at no, all. No, 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 but it's true. But just say that wasn't like issue. my mum did that with six kids. Can yeah. you imagine? I could be very, like these days it's so different. We have a lot more help in a lot of yeah. ways, right? And not saying, but he may subconsciously think that, but it would just be, again, identifying that he thinks that, having that conversation with you. Hey, sorry, look, that obviously comes from my mum just doing everything or whatever. So I think it's more, you can't change how you've been brought up, but it's bringing it to the surface, identifying why you may have these expectations. Absolutely. And voicing that to your partner. I just thought it was really Yeah, that's okay. Thanks so much for sharing. That's so I, I literally want to No, that's okay. Oh my god, not at all. And I would love to maybe take a picture of those and do it with Yeah, um, and just Calais. do the um do the activities with it. Yeah. And there's no right or wrong and they don't ever ask you to share with the, the class. Yeah. It's just for the two of you. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's so awesome. So that was my little insight into this weekend. No, I love that. So thank you so much. No, that's all right. And I hope you guys, if you have any questions, I will actually link in the show notes yeah. uh, the love language quiz. Yeah. So I that. think it would be interesting to do it with your partner and maybe guess for your partner and yeah. then, you know, obviously for yourself. Anyways. Hope you all enjoyed and we'll see you next week. Thanks for sharing. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.